it takes a grit mindset. Okay. That is the number one thing I'm going to say when you are working a full-time job or even a part-time job, and you're looking to transition online, you have to squeeze every bit out of your schedule. Okay. What's up everybody. Welcome back to the strive for strength podcast. I'm your host, Kendall Strample. I'm an online wealth and business coach for fitness professionals. When I was a kid growing up, I did not fit in. My mind was always racing with ideas and I felt like I could never quite turn it off. And if you're here, I know that you probably think the exact same way. You're a massive visionary, and I'm here to help give you the tools that I've learned after scaling two online coaching companies to seven figures so that you can collapse time, show up unapologetically, and have fun while scaling your business. Let's dive into today's episode. So this episode is one that I know so many of you guys have been requesting. And if you're listening to this, my guess is that you're either in a full-time job or a part-time job. And trust me, let me tell you guys, I have been there when it comes to working a job and trying to transition your business online. And I know that it can feel like a lot. It can feel heavy. It can feel crazy. And it feels like you're wearing a million hats. And here's the thing. It is crazy. It is wild. And you are going to be wearing a lot of hats, but is there a way to make it a little bit easier? And how can you go about making that transition? How can you transition from being in-person training or maybe working a nine to five, maybe working a full-time job or a part-time job to transitioning your business to online coaching? So I want to answer a few of the questions that I know that you guys frequently ask me about this, but also I want to give you guys some tips as to what it looks like to transition from being in person or in a full-time or part-time job to being a full-time online coach, because let's be real. It is not that easy in the beginning. And I'm maybe going to be the dichotomy between what a lot of people talk about or maybe opposing opinion. But when it comes down to it, I think that there is kind of this ruthless effort that you have to have when you're making that first initial transition, because let's be real, getting your first client is the hardest client you're going to get getting the first 10 clients is they're going to be the hardest 10 clients that you get. And so it's a lot of grit mindset. It's a lot of brute force, but I want to talk about maybe how we can make it a little bit easier and um, just what you guys might need to do. So first, I just want to share my story. This is going to be a quick punchy episode for you guys, because you guys rated on my polls that you guys like short spurt episodes. So I'm going to try to keep this under like 15 minutes for y'all. But just a little bit of my backstory. I dropped out of college when I was 18 years old. And I basically was making trainerized programs in class. I was also in-person training at the time. I was working at Chipotle and McDonald's. So I was making like, you know, 500 bucks a week um, as a coach and doing all of those jobs. I was working very part-time because I was in college at the time. And um, when I dropped out, essentially, I decided that I was going to move down to Florida to pursue in-person training and see if I could make the whole online thing work while I did it. So I was signing clients at like a hundred bucks a month. It was crazy. Maybe even less than that, like 80 bucks a month. And I then moved down to Florida, dropped out of school and I was in person training at the gym, working a split shift. So I'd get up at 4am. The gym was like 35 minutes away. I'd like eat breakfast. Mind you, I was like three days post prep when I, or post show when I got into in-person training. So I was like really tired. Um, I was still like trying to let my body recover, my hormones recover. And I basically got my butt down to Florida and I was working from five in the morning to about 12 o'clock. And I know that doesn't sound bad, but just keep listening. Okay. I would literally go back to back. Wouldn't even pee half the time. Wouldn't get any food in. And then I would have a split shift. So I'd have about three hours in between and then go back again. And during that time I had to train myself, right. If I was going to work out. And then I also needed to get back to online clients. And then I essentially would train again from, or in-person train, I'd have clients from 3 p.m. until about 7 p.m. 
So I was just working my butt off because I needed to make money. I knew I needed to make money. I didn't want to stay in Florida. I didn't want to stay in person training. I wanted to save as much as I could, make as much as I could that summer, improve to my parents that I would not have to go back to college. So when I left my home in Pennsylvania and I went down to Florida, my parents were like, yeah, we'll see you back for the fall semester. I was like, hello. So during this time, I was working to try and get online clients. My social media was growing. I was posting consistently. I was working my butt off to essentially try and make, you know, make ends meet. So I didn't have to go back to school and it was really tough. It was so tough for me. I was literally trying to get clients on the weekend, do sales calls in between. If I had a break with clients, I would schedule, you know, um, sales calls and content time during my workout to where I was eventually not even working out. And I was putting myself on the back burner and I got really sick during this time, but I'm so grateful for the time that I spent doing that because within four months, I was actually able to quit my in-person training job, um, moved to California and went full-time online. Now I'm not saying that it's going to be the exact same case for you, but I want to share with you what I think we absolutely need to consider if we're working a part-time or a full-time job with trying to get online. Now, I said this earlier, but it's not necessarily going to be a walk in the park, okay? Transitioning from being in person or transitioning from being a you know full-time worker at a nine to five or maybe even a part-time worker, there is a lot of work that you're already doing. You're probably mentally taxed. There's a lot to be doing in the business. You have to be posting. You have to be doing DM outreach. Um, you know, some people have a little more flexibility than others. Maybe your part-time job is like a rece- or a receptionist or something like that. Or maybe your nine to five is at an office where you can actually go on your phone from time to time. That makes it a little bit easier because you can do some of the tasks that are necessary to start getting your first few clients before, you know, you, you make the full transition. But if you're working something where you can't use your phone during the day, it's a little bit tougher. So it really depends on your schedule and like how much flexibility you're going to have. I will say I've had clients who work full-time nine to fives, can't be on their phone, and they've still made the transition within three to four months. It takes a grit mindset, okay? That is the number one thing I'm going to say. When you are working a full-time job or even a part-time job and you're looking to transition online, you have to squeeze every bit out of your schedule. I know this might sound crazy. It might sound like a little bit of a psychotic, you know, time frame of your life, but I kid you not, your time is so precious during that time frame. You are needing to set really hard boundaries. So this is number one is setting really, really hard boundaries and really respecting your own time. If you truly have a goal to go full-time online, you cannot joke around. You have to take that shit seriously. And so what I mean by this is every second of your day matters. Every minute of your day matters. So you can't be wasting and spending energy on things that are not contributing to you having a lighter mood, more energy, or just things that aren't moving the needle forward for you. If you truly want to make that transition, it's hard. You have a limited amount of hours. Most people who are working full-time have a full week, right? Um, Or at least full-time in their business. But if you're working full-time at a job, you're robbed of those 40 to 60 hours that you might be working. And so one thing I highly recommend is in the morning, set boundaries every day with what your time is going to be spent on. Every week, set boundaries with your time for what you're going to be working on, right? And that's actually the next tip I'm going to talk to you guys about. But You know, it might mean cutting time out with friends for a little bit. It might mean cutting time out with doing things on the weekend um, and being able to utilize that weekend. So the first thing is setting boundaries around your time and making sure you're squeezing every minute out of your calendar that you possibly can, whether that's after work where you spend two hours, right? If you're on cardio at the gym, do your DM outreach, do your post for the day, right? 
over the weekends, schedule your sales calls, make sure that you're able to execute on the things that you need to on the weekends and use the weekends the most that you possibly can. Okay. So set boundaries and be really big on prioritization of your time. Number two is get really clear on what you absolutely need to do to move the needle forward. The last thing that you want to do is prioritize or the wrong problem at the wrong time. I see this happen all the time with coaches. They are trying to do so many things that aren't even going to move the needle forward in their business. Right now, if you're looking to transition full-time online, your only goals are to get more clients, okay? So that means that you need to be doing revenue-generating activities, getting yourself in front of more people, um, creating more connections in the DMs, posting content consistently, talking to people in your atmosphere, maybe even people from your job that you know, need support if that's, if that's not going to interfere or have uh, you know, a conflict of interest. But what you want to do is be networking with as many people as you can. So in the beginning of the business... Um, make sure because you have such limited time, you're not spending a bunch of time on like random tasks, like building an email list or, um, you know, trying to build a bunch of free resources and a bunch of, you know, random shit. Like you don't need that stuff. You really need to focus on what's going to help me get clients. Um, how can I show up in a way that I'm producing content that calls in my ideal client and, um, just make sure that you're prioritizing the right tasks. Okay. Like I said, the wrong Problems trying to be solved at the wrong time is worse than just not working on your business at all. It's very energy draining and it's not going to move the needle forward. Okay. The last one, I, I have so many that I could expand on here, but again, I told you guys I was going to keep this episode pretty short. So this last one, make sure that you have a game plan for your financials. And I seriously mean this. We have a lot more stability in our mindset when we know that we have a bit of a game plan. Now, I used to tell people, hey, look, like you're going to need to just quit the job. And just go all in. But let's be real, like you have bills to pay, you have things to do. And that's that's not always just the case where you could just quit the job, right? So here's what I highly recommend. At your current job, what you need to do is get really clear on your finances. How much money do you have coming in every single month from the current job that you're working? Then what you need to take a look at is how much of that can you put aside into savings? And how much of that is a necessity for you to be able to live, right? And what I highly recommend is cut some of your savings, cut some of your or some of your spending during this time. Okay. It's really tough. I know when you have lived a certain quality of, of lifestyle, but I can't stress this enough. Um, if you really want to make the transition, it's kind of maybe living a little bit more on the side of saving, right. Than it is spending because the more that you have saved up, the more you're going to feel comfortable with that transition. And so what I recommend is when it comes to the financial side, Ask yourself how much money you're making at your current job. Let's say it's like $6,000. Let me math really quickly because you guys know I suck at math. So if you, that was kind of good, a little, a little spicy. Um, if you guys make $6,000, let us say per month, and let's say you're charging a client $350 a month, right? You know, you would approximately need 17 clients if you wanted to make that 6K a month. So is it, if you're charging, right, 350, 350 times 17, I think that's six, six credit. 6k I'm pretty sure it's 6k so let's say that you you know you your necessity to spend is 2500 a month let's say 3k because let's be real inflation is fucking crazy nowadays um let's say your rent is like 1500 groceries car all that stuff you know it comes out to like 3k per month and your job you're currently making 6k per month well you know that in order to replace that 6k you need 17 clients at 350 a month well let's say maybe you live a little bit less below your means. And now you spend $2,500 monthly. Is it possible that you could get, you know, let's say 12 clients on your roster, which is $4,200. Could you make $4,200 and leave that part, leave that full-time job, right? You're making, you know, $1,800 less for one month, but 
imagine getting those 40 to 60 hours of work back every single week. You now have 12 clients. You're making $4,200 a month. Is it possible that now, because you have that 4,200, yes, it's not the 6K, but maybe you take the L for one month, you make a little bit less, you buy back yourself 40 to 60 hours a week to where now you can then go and you can spend all that time and secure more clients. That's my biggest recommendation. So I used to say, hey, like just quit the job, you know, go all in. But I do think that there is some necessity of stability. So I do recommend getting at least to, you know, 60 to 70% of what you're currently making in your job and then quitting. If you have some kind of safety net or stability, awesome. But my biggest recommendation is doing that first and creating that stability for yourself. So that third one is really big. I do think that there is a financial aspect you do need to take into consideration when it does come to you know, being able to make that leap. So just a recap for you guys, the biggest thing first off is making sure that you're prioritizing your time. It does mean taking the L on doing things with friends and doing things here and there for fun, making sure that you are prioritizing your weekends and using any time that you can to squeeze um, out of your schedule to be able to do the things that help you generate revenue. The second thing is doing those revenue generating activities, prioritizing the right thing at the right time. Don't be spending all your time building out a ton of onboarding and a client course and all these things. Pour more of that energy and more of that time into actually building your revenue and building up your client roster. So doing DM outreach, posting content, connecting to more people. Okay, last but not least, make sure you're in a financial place where you can make a game plan to predictably plan out when you can leave the job. Also, I totally forgot this, but set a deadline, okay? Set a deadline for when you want to get out of your job. Having a deadline makes it so much easier for you to be able to work towards it. And you're also giving yourself a little bit of that healthy pressure, okay? So if you're in a nine to five or if you're in a part-time job, take these into consideration. If you have any questions about these, feel free to just reach out to me over on Instagram. But I love you guys. Thanks for listening into another episode and I can't wait to catch you in the next one.